When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, hello, everybody. Happy hump day. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts joins us for hour one. Very excited about that. Hey, Hey, Holly. (laughs) Holly, did you do the morning show this morning? Sure did. What time did you wake up? 4.30 every day. Oh. Are you, how's how's that going? It's fine. I used to teach a 6 a.m. yoga class back in the day, so I had to be up and ready to go at the studio at 5.30. Why does it smell like onions in here? Because, Donna, (laughs) the chili cook-off big game revival edition is today in the cafeteria. Oh, now... Oh, it's in the caf. Oh, Well, well, it is chili Wednesday. It's oh, chili Wednesday. Oh, true. Oh no. But wait a minute. Does that mean the my talk chili cook off or the the Hubbard Radio one? Yeah. Is is that where people are taking their chilies and setting them up? Is in the cafeteria? That's right. Oh, that's right. My. Oh, that's wow. a big deal. And the morning program represented. Great, are Jason. They doing straight up traditional. No, Donna. We I, <laughs> we have. How dare you! A delicious white chicken chili. Yes, that's my favorite. Right. Homemade by Jason Matheson. What kind of what kind of protein? You said chicken. chicken. You chicken, said chicken. chicken. Oh, sorry. You said chicken. Okay. Sorry. 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 I woke up late. Um, okay, that's great. Are we supposed to vote? Like, do you get little samples of everything? And then everyone puts a little card and who they think is the best. That's right, Donna. So what I'm telling you now is, you already know that white chicken chili is our chili. So I'm fully expecting. That you're going to go downstairs to the chili cook-off and you're going to vote for ours. I'm going to well, tell you right now. That's the only chili I'm going to taste. Because hey! I don't do beef. <laughs> what if, well, how many chilies are involved? Do we know? No. How many total chilies? I bet like if, six, seven. <laughs> well, sure. we know Ginny is doing one. Ginny Hubbard. We know, right. I think Ginny's Dan Seaman. Sea monster. Oh, what a suck up. I'm just uh, saying. Stop it, Steve. You're Steve, voting for our chili. It's anonymous. She's not going to know. That's right. So there's three right there. Then I'm sure the sales. I, I bet there's going to be like eight. I bet you there will be 12. Wow. There's even a toppings bar to go along with it. Yes. Does the cafeteria pony up any of this money to help fund this operation? Or is it all like you've got to bring, like, for instance, if if Jason says, hey, the, the chili works best with a little dollop of sour cream and some shredded cheese on top, does he have to provide all that? No, the calf is fully sponsoring a wow. full fixin's bar. And I'm sure it's like it costs this much to try all the chilies. 
I don't know how. I bet you it's free. I don't think so. Well, yeah, you can, anybody can go to the chili cook-off. And but you don't I mean, have to pay. Well, so it's free? Yeah, I mean, I people, are, so. people are going to look askance at you if you come in with a big bowl and you didn't enter the contest. <laughs> and they know you're from accounting. Yeah. And you just heard about it. Well, they know how we or... feel about this, so... Wait a minute, did I Jason drive chili in this morning to the Harvard Cafeteria? How, do you, how does it get... Here. He's got people for that, yeah. Steve. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. He has people? He sent a person? To his house. Yeah. yeah. To his house? Picked yes. up the Instant Pot full of chili, brought it over here for us to try. How was it? It was delicious, Donna. Right. Okay. Yeah. I Thank you for the uh, sweater that's going to be absorbing onion <laughs> for the rest of the day. <laughs> so you know how you your clothes can... does that? You know, like yeah. clothing yeah. will absorb whatever. That's one of my favorite foods to smell, though. Once you have onions that go into a pan, it's pretty good. Great, instantly, you know, good cooking is happening here. Dog is going to come, yes, around. All right, this is very exciting. Mm -hmm. All right, rooting for you guys. You're voting for us, of course. (laughs) Thank you. Rooting for you and voting for you. I don't know, Donna. You're going in blind. Listen, Holly. It's going to be good. We have, we, we are, there is no allegiance. We consider ourselves just a random floating show, a balloon in the sky, if you will. And so, Donna, I think you got to taste all the chilies here. Holly's trying it strong. The competition has to be an open, honest competition. Well, if if there's a vegetarian chili i might try that too although white chicken chili is really that's really good so great See, it just, is so great you just talked yourself into it steve <laughs> you just talked yourself into a boat oh, although Lord, i am no. a little irritated by the onion smell in here I don't, yeah I don't, you're not gonna fine, get her it's vote fine. she's gonna get no PO'd. you'll get my vote you'll yeah, get we, my vote but is what, there Donna? like some poopery that from that we can s- spray around oh. there I might have some in my purse oh <laughs> oh really <laughs> that's right just I'll do a couple squirts all right Speaking of poo, Bing has long been a terrible Terrible. search engine. Oh, truly terrible! It's been out for probably about a decade now. You think they would have thrown in the towel by now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? The exact opposite. They're mounting a comeback. Microsoft had a surprise meeting yesterday, and sort of like a "Hey, we have good news that we want to (laughs) share," and they announced that they are going to be doing a. Stop me if you've heard this before. Artificial intelligence-powered revamp that should, they think, really reignite a battle with Google. There's no chance. Here's why there could be. Mm. Microsoft said that the tech behind ChatGPT, never heard heard of it, it, is going to be integrated into Bing, resulting in a new breed of search engine where answers will be more direct and conversational as opposed to the typical ad-packed list of links. Usually you Google something, and the first, you got to look closely because the first four to six things that come up are ads. You, it'll say sponsored right there, and but it's easy to sort of bypass that. So they're going to try to do this. However, Google is has known about what Bing is plotting. They've been big investors in ChatGPT. So Google said that they are going to be uh, coming out with their own chat GPT rival called Bard, B-A-R-D, Bard. So now uh, they're going to be battling back and forth. But 
We were talking about ChatGPT yesterday. It's like this, essentially, uh, th- in simple terms, a website you can go to, ask a question. You get a very human-like response. You can even ask them to do tasks for you, like write a blog article about why hot dogs are superior to hamburgers. And it will spit out that blog, say how many words it needs to be. Uh, it'll spit it all out there in a jiffy. And so uh, AI, it's going next level. And Bing... Bing is going to try to be the first to market in terms of search engines really utilizing this so that people don't just go to chat GPT for their answers, but they go to Bing. But if you don't want to go to Bing, you can always go to Bard. (laughs) I don't know about any of this. Um, Thank you you for the information. It's a pleasure. (laughs) When we uh, come back, we have a fun day today. It's Wednesday. It's hump day, which means we play the Millennial X Games. We do that at 11.30, and then we'll do the College Pop Culture Knowledge at 10.30. We save all the games for when Holly leaves. What's up with that? I don't anyway. know. I'm um, going to go cry in the bathroom early now. No, <laughs> no, you can't no. Go. I'm going to be crying, but I'm not really crying. It's just because it smells like onions. onions in here. Thank it's you. Onions. You have, uh, let me assure you, not heard the last of Donna talking about onions today. This will be a battle <laughs> for three hours. She's going to have to verbally process this. When we come back, crisis nearly averted, kind of, sort of. What my wife accidentally threw out before our trip to the Rocky Mountains, as in we just went into a garbage can and found something. Tell you that story when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Horo in the house. Holly Roberts joining us every day, hour one. Uh, I have a state fair announcement before I tell you my quick little story. Guess who just got announced as the first grandstand act for 2023? Alabama. No, don't look. Don't look at your emails. Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn. Okay, no. No. Dixie Chicks. Jason Aldean. No. (laughs) No, wait. Morgan Wallen. No. Uh, Willie Willie Nelson. (laughs) Ladies, may I interject for a moment? (laughs) Are we in the right genre? You are not, but <laughs> but um, let me give you a hint. This this group would be fun to get on our show in particular. Big and rich, because uh, great call, but no, oh. wish it was. Shoot, they're great J- in concert. because of something that we say a lot. Drop Maroon Five. No, okay. closer. You're, 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 you've taken the right hint, though. Okay, okay. Uh, Say it again out loud. Say the thing. Durop. Keep, come on. Durop. Durop. Shanana. Oh, no. Duran Duran. <laughs> oh! Durop, durop. Oh, wow. I would like to go to this show. Well, Donna, I got news for you, sister. You can make it happen. And as a member of the media, you might even be able to get comped tickets. That might be illegal. I don't know how I got friends. Uh, yeah, that just came through. Duran okay, Duran. Uh, yeah, and they're going to be there with special guests Bastille and Niall Rogers and Sheik. You know, speaking of uh, local events, I it was just I saw a headline about uh, from Bring Me the News that the future of the Minnesota Renaissance Festival is at stake. 
Because, I feel like this headline was out there about six years ago. They were going to change venues. Because of all the traffic, for whatever reason. It's, it's there's bad. A lot. There's it's, a lot. And Holly, you're from you're basically from that neck of the woods. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. Not exactly. Not but, really, but we'll go with it. It's right down the street from me, Yeah, more or less. You, once you get past downtown Chaska, if you're uh, if you just continue, what would that be? I think south on um, forty one. You hit what the problem is. It's a one lane highway. Yeah, it gets really, really frustrating. Yes, the- it is. They they would need to really alter some infrastructure to the streets there for it to not be a total pain in the neck. And I don't think it's a boon to local Chaska, Shakopee area, Mm, whatever that is down there. You're going Um, to the Renfest to get your turkey leg. Well, I went to the Renfest for the first time in maybe a decade last year. And the traffic wasn't, didn't feel that bad to me, but what I feel like they're really trying because they have shuttles because the parking area I mean, you're parked so far away, and you're like, all right, well, I guess we're walking. And then you see, you know, this bus come up, and, you know, they, they're they trying, you know. But then you've also got that uh, Seaver's Corn Maze down in that area, right, around the same time of year. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean... Oh, then you got the Minnesota Valley Garden Center, that, so they've got traffic. There's just a lot of stuff going on down there. And here's what, uh, let's see here, Scott County Commissioner Barb Weckman-Breck said this during a lengthy public hearing regarding the issue in November. She said, I'm so frustrated because we've talked about these same things for years, every year. And we've been sometimes in this same room and with these same people and no change has been made. And we've spent a lot of time, a lot of taxpayer dollars on this. That, I haven't even read the whole article. That right there, though, seems the most resonant thing that I think a lot of people would attach to because we've heard this for years where it's like there's a Renaissance festival, locals get up, people who go are frustrated by the time they get there because of how long it takes to stay in line. Locals are frustrated because it just kind of screws up a main thoroughfare that they have coming to and fro. Um, It was going to move like five or six years ago. Yeah, that rings a bell now that you say that. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's actually the land is like perfect for it. Yeah. But what do you And we got a Costco coming into Chaska. We already are going to be shutting oh, down another boy. part. Oh, now Mr. Superiority is just going to take it to another level. We've got we, hot dogs now. We got big pizzas. I watched a video on how they put the sauce on the big Costco pizzas. There's a very satisfying video on Twitter that I stumbled on. And it's this arm that, you know, like little, how you can pump out ketchup at a at a uh, McDonald's or whatever? Sure. Th- something like that. But instead, it's just a... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
and it's just spitting out pizza sauce, and then the dough is being spun in a circle, and the arm moves, and so it starts big pizza sauce circle, oh, then nice. a little bit smaller, then a little bit smaller. A little Very bit satisfying smaller to watch. A little bit smaller now. That's from the shout. I Thank love wedding you. dances. Hey, have you guys been? Hey, we're, the, local talk, real quick. Has anyone been to the Asia Mall in Eden Prairie? My brother-in-law went. I have not been. Speaking of lines getting in. Yeah, some people couldn't even find a parking spot early on. You know, I have a neighbor who was like, my husband had to drop me off. Yeah. And then go find a spot to park. I want some good Chinese food. Me too. I tried to make some mock Chinese food last night. (laughs) It's okay. I mean, you throw some Asian sauce on some stir fry type stuff you're gonna feel like you're eating authentic ish not exactly what uh protein did you use i thank you for asking ground chicken Ooh, i don't think chicken should be ground no i don't know why ground beef i feel okay with ground chicken ground turkey i feel okay with there's something about the chicken i made lettuce wraps is what i did when you look at little chickens out on farms at oh, petting zoos, do you just think, mm, I'd love to grind you up? I don't think that about any <laughs> farm animal. <laughs> I was just asking. Wow. I'm going to uh, Colorado tonight. I think this trip feels very sudden, very fast. My brother was like, just do it. Come on, let's do it. So I was like, fine, we're doing it. And it's all been moving very fast in our head. So um, I think I will go actually do it tonight but we're looking around for ski lift tickets um so we're going to breckenridge you buy these ahead of time and then they send you the lift ticket and uh and then you don't have to wait in line when you get there and it's a really easy experience so then people on the text thread my brother my cousin they start sending screenshots look what got here and we ordered ours like before anyone else did and so we're like why are ours not here can't find them anywhere. And so this morning, I'm like, all right, well, I guess I just have to what? Go stand in this line? Fine. You know the USPS Informed Daily Digest of what you're getting in the mail? If you've signed up for that, you get an email with yeah. screenshots. Yeah, I had heard that. So then I go back, and I start looking at other days, and there was something that looked a whole lot like junk mail, but then I take a picture of it, a screen grab, send it to my brother, and say, is this by any chance what the uh, lift pass came in, the lift ticket? And he said, it is, in fact. And then Lou said... Oh, no. And uh, she had thrown it out. Not technically. She had uh, recycled it. Oh, no. Because it really looked like uh, spam. Mm. It really looked like spam. Fortunately, it was still in the recycling bin. And so crisis averted, the NAR will still be shred hard by me. But I could have been standing in a line when I could have been shredding. Also... I will probably talk differently and have a different vibe on Monday, and so I'm saying that out loud so that the two of you are prepared, but I'm going to be probably pretty laid back and just thinking of slopes and stuff. Don't forget, we're filling in from 4 to 5. Welcome back. On Monday. Normally, that would stress me out, but bro, like, when I'm coming off the NAR, man, can't char my (laughs) NAR, bro. That's fine. Uh, All right, so when we come back, uh, how about we have a Christina Applegate? The SAG Awards are coming up on February 27th. It is awards season. It's my favorite awards show, I think, now. Uh, Is that right? 
Yeah. I didn't know that. Say more. Fun. They are round tables, loosey goosey. A bunch of actors are getting involved in doing stuff. I like the little I am an actor intro that they do. Mm-hmm. It feels like the Golden Globes, but less prestigious. Oh, it's you think so? Okay. Lower well, stakes? Lower, lower stakes. At least it certainly felt like that before. Now that the Hollywood Foreign Press has found themselves in all sorts of controversy and all that, maybe that's changed. But it just seems like if when the teacher leaves the room and then it's just the students, that's what the SAG Awards feels like. Huh. Well, they're going to live stream on... What? So Netflix is is set to live stream these awards on YouTube. What does that have to do with is Netflix? There... But, well, Netflix's YouTube channel is going to live stream the SAG Awards. Oh, is TBS or TNT not doing it <laughs> not, anymore? Not anymore. And then next year, uh, next year they'll be on Netflix. Yeah, because Netflix is getting into the live TV streaming business. Yeah. I just think they're not quite ready yet for that. Okay. So Got they're making it. the announcement okay. early for that one. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> the reason I bring it up, February 27th, by the way, is because the, the SAG Awards are, are going to be Christina Applegate's last award show as her uh, multiple sclerosis is causing a lot of problems for her. And um, so she's kind of retiring from acting right now because she can't imagine waking up at 5 a.m. and then being on a set for 13 hours Mm. uh she was diagnosed in early 2021 and you know this condition affects your your brain your nerves and she's nominated by the way for uh best actress in a comedy series for dead to me so good this season was i loved it so much so so much started it Oh, I just really loved it. You know, I I don't know how you'd feel, but I was... uh, Holly, you watch? I haven't watched it. And I love both Linda Cardellini. Yes. And Christina Applegate. And I've heard nothing but wonderful things about Dead to Me. I mean, some of the, you know, the plot and some of the story, like the big over... What's the word I'm looking for? The overriding the themes? Yes, about dead and that this person was killed and what did I have to do with it? it? To me, it's more about friendship and between two women. And it's just, I just thought it was really beautiful the last season. And I, I mean, I cried like a baby at the end of the, the last season. And um, I really think she's going to win because she was great. And this was a really, really difficult season for her. She would have to take breaks because it was too much for her. She would break down on set and she'd be like, I just need a half an hour. And she said everybody was so loving to her. So uh, this is going to be her sixth nomination, I believe. But I I really think she's going to win this. She's a really good actress. I I really love her. I love I love the uh, her role in this um series dead to me and if you're just joining us we're talking about christina applegate she's just a bitchy kind of irritable person who's still so lovable and funny so funny it sounds like you're describing yourself <laughs> you know it's, that's just but like still lovable funny all of that 
But it just felt... Uh, maybe I, maybe it's because I could relate to her. Like, things irritate her. She's like, oh, jeez. You know, like, yeah. everything is just irritating. Yes. But everyone in the sh- you know in this story really loves her for some reason even though she can be a total biage um i think I will she's going to win holly um mm-hmm. maybe maybe the last season <laughs> is a little bit different i haven't seen this third season of dead to me but donna was saying you know it's more than anything it's a story about friendship i couldn't disagree more that <gasps> first season is and it may oh, it may grow sure. into that but that first season You're right. is so oh my it is so wonderfully tense and heart pounding at times of how are they gonna find their way through this Mm. as i remember non-spoiler this is a non-spoiler like the show starts with some kind of an accident or 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 a death or something and something then there's a cover-up that ensues and then all hell breaks loose as usually happens in these stories where there is a bad thing that happens and then you try to cover it up things go really sideways it's very, very enjoyable. And it's, I feel like maybe season two wasn't as great. Like, you're just like, what is this now? They were like, trying to figure it out, right? Yeah. Because if season one was so intense, and did they have some narrative closure in season one? Not no. really. They, you know, yes and no. Season two picks up, though, with a... I'm sorry. You're like, what? What is this? I'm out. I no, see, I didn't feel that way. <laughs> oh, I, liked I did. It. I was like, what? Come Ding on. dong at the door, and then you're like, right. Oh, really? Really? Okay, let's see what they do with this. But anyway, dead to me. Uh, it the the series finale has already happened. If you haven't seen it, um, definitely check it out. I do think Chris. I don't know who she's up against. Maybe I should look that up. But I I have a feeling she's gonna win the award on um, let's just check in the meantime jeremy renner uh speaking of health updates um doody do 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 um i guess he's still recovering at home but his show is still set to air this is a disney plus series renovations <laughs> um as soon as he's recovered um it looks like the show was supposed to air early this year but, I mean, Jeremy Renner, you may not know this, but he's like, he loves construction. He's a super flipper. He's a On super houses. flipper. Yeah. So he's heavily invested in this, you know, this culture of uh, flipping houses, construction, doing good, inspiring others to do the same. He is, um, I guess he's doing stuff with, um, you know, people in need. People in need. Yeah, it looks like a world-traveling sort of a show. Right. Right. So this looks good. Uh, It was initially set to debut probably about this time, but we'll keep you posted when we know when that's going to be. Disney Plus again. So keep your eye. Yeah, a little four-parter, too. You don't have to overly commit to it. You know, you just go in when you need a little feel-good, watch it, watch a little renovation, then move on with your life. Exactly. Okay, and then finally, uh, while we're talking TV, um, I just finished episode four of Poker Face, uh, which is on show... Peacock! Peacock. Mm. Mm. (laughs) So, there's so many, I can't keep track. Um, And 
So ep- episode one, I really liked. Episode two, I was like, I don't know. Episode three, I was like, yeah, nah. Episode four was really good. You um, know what would be so great is if... Steve loves my reviews. Well, it, it's it's rare for Donna to ever fully be like, I loved it. She's rarely enthusiastic, enthusiastically behind a show. Sometimes she gets there after telling you about all of its warts, and that's that's a good, thorough review. But I just thought in this moment, not even you specifically, Donna, but how you were like, episode three was meh. Wouldn't it be something if <laughs> you were in the room with the producer, the creator, the actors, these people who had really worked on it, and they all, you know, they all feel good at the end of these episodes. They're blinded generally, right? You're a little too close to the product, so you can't really tell. But then, not to access a focus group like their results, but to hear in the moment, all right, the director of the show says, okay, that was episode three. Uh, we'll start with Donna. Uh, it would be such a sobering experience for them. This is like them. an SNL bit. Yes. It's just, I don't know, that seems stupid, and I don't even know why she's in it. It would just just be awesome. Uh. So this one, okay, so Natasha Leon, I would encourage you to watch episode four, because these are, for the most part, standalone episodes, really. It's just got this, it's got one little tie-in through the whole season, and that is that Natasha Leon's character, which I think her name is Charlie, um, is on the run. And there's a reason she's on the run. Okay. So because episode one starts out in Las Vegas, she's it's called poker face because she can read when people are not telling the truth. And I won't give too much away, but it kind of got her in trouble a little bit in Vegas and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I laughed so many times at this episode. Chloe, how do you say her name? Chloe Savigny? Chloe Savigny. Seven Yi, okay, who happens to be <clears throat> Natasha Leone's best friend. She plays this like Home Depot type employee who's also at a kind of a washed up rock star. They had one hit called Staplehead. She's <laughs> 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 so good. It's so good. And now they want to go back out on the road and they're looking. There's always a crime that takes place. And just like, you know, Columbo, and if you've never seen Columbo, oh my God, I highly encourage you to watch it. I've never seen oh, Columbo. So, treat, treat yourself. It's so good. So good. It's funny, like, because he's kind of a bumbling, like, you know, but, and she plays that role. People who don't know who Columbo is would never know, but if you grew up watching Columbo, She's doing the exact same thing that he does, ma'am. And one more thing. You know, like, she's just nailing it, and it's really cute. Now, having said that, Steve. Yes? I could see where she could get under somebody's skin a little bit. Mm. She's a little annoying. Mm. But very memorable. Like, Why did you say else. Steve at the beginning because of that? Because you were saying that I will talk something up, and then I'm like... Oh, I felt like you were describing me. You're like, Steve, listen to this part. The person kind of gets under people's skin, (laughs) is a little grating, but gets away with it. I've already established, I think, on this show that I love Natasha Leone. So, I have already said, yes, I enjoy her, her persona, who she is publicly. So, yes, but I agree with you, Donna. 
that it she's just a she's a strong personality and an acquired taste yeah, maybe maybe if you go all in you're like she's great i love oh, her oh yeah but Aww. you know if you're on a but donna let's do the scale on a rating of to yeah. what do you what do you give what do you give your poker face experience i give it a uh. okay <laughs> <laughs> Could you see the promos now for a movie? Variety says trailblazing. The Hollywood Reporter in Adventure on the Big Screen. Donna Valentine. <laughs> Trails off. Parentheses shoulder slug. <laughs> You know, Donna actually texted the word shoulder shrug to me today, voice to text. No, I did. No kidding. Uh, Pertaining to what? Uh, You could read it. Um, It it was just, her alarm has been giving her some fits recently. And so she said, I went to bed early. That seems to be when I have problems waking up, dot, 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 shoulder shrug. That's funny to see it written out like that. Okay, we have to take a break. Okay. When we come back, it'll be if you see something, say something. Wait until I tell you what Aaron Rodgers is going to do in order to determine if he should continue to play professional football or not. I roll. It's going to get bigger and bigger. Wait until you hear, Donna. I think you're really going to hate it. I'll tell you about it when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve, do you require uh, an introduction for the next segment? I do. Well, before I get to that, let me just tell you this. Uh, you tend to uh, like to go into one of our coworkers' offices and take candy. Wow. Especially when he's not there. Am I'm sorry. I wrong? Well, I mean, yes, no. You're right. <laughs> uh, well, happening? he just informed me, and of course, we are talking about our social media director, Q Dog. Yeah. He said, uh, "Hey, tell Steve that I stocked the candy in my office, but he can't have any." What? Because he didn't come in today. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Tonight, he eyes. So they say the kids, you know? Oh, sure. Um, Aaron Rodgers is trying to decide if he's going to come back and play football. I didn't even know he left. What? Well, he didn't leave. No, oh, okay, just, great. You know, season's over. Oh, God. So now he's got some uh, choices to make regarding his future. And I'm now going to tell you what Aaron Rodgers is going to do to help him decide. He's going to go on a four-day darkness retreat. Oh, God. Here we go. He said this <laughs> on the Pat McAfee show. Oh, I love that guy. He will be in complete darkness with okay. no TV, no music will have food delivered to him. Aaron Rodgers said, quote, it's going to be important to take my isolation retreat and contemplate all things related to my future and to make a decision that's best for me moving forward in the highest interest of my happiness. He said he's had friends that have done it and had profound experiences. Oh, he's going to do that drug. You know that drug, Holly, that people do? Oh, he, he did, did it last year. The, oh, uh, ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. There you go. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, he did it last year and said it was like a really meaningful experience for him. So, yeah, he's going to do that cool. to figure it out. Man. I think he should maybe tell us that after he does it. Because now the level of interest is going to be like, oh, people are going to be like wanting to get a comment from him, seeing if he is. Did he go to India? Where is he? Is he? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just creating more mm, curiosity. Why yeah. don't you just do it? Yeah, I'm trying to get details about this darkness retreat from Aaron Rodgers. I feel like what limited information we have is somewhat misleading because he's just going to sit alone in a house. <laughs> I do that every night. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and what kind of clarity have you? Uh, because is he going to be sitting in a, in a room with no, like just an isolated room with no windows, no actual light, where he's just like not going to be watching Netflix for right. three days? No, this is total. Sensory deprivation. Okay, I see. So he's, he's going gonna in. Be, this is more like solitary confinement. Queen. Okay, okay. You are our queen of hearts. <laughs> okay. So total nothingness. No, and, and, and I think what he is suggesting is that when you do this and you don't have any visual stimulation, you don't have any sort of ear stimulation whatever the right word is you nothing people just slide food in like you're in prison slide it in and you eat it in the dark why don't we just take it to another level which is let's get a prison on board donna maybe there's an endorsement for him why doesn't he just come and visit the orfield labs quiet chamber yes that's right here you're right holly maybe maybe that's where he's going give him an hour in there isn't Do they that hand like out the, the uh, ashwagandha or whatever? Ayahuasca? I don't think so. No. no. It's just, I don't think they give tours, but, I mean, if you know someone, you could probably set something up. Yeah, the world's quietest place is in South Minneapolis. That's so cool. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yas Queen. I will say more things now. Okay. There was a couple who was charged $4,500 for two coffees. What? There's a guy in Tulsa. His name is Jesse. He went to Starbucks last month, got his normal order, an iced Americano, and a caramel frappuccino for his wife. Normally, about 10 bucks total. His wife goes to pay for something at a store a few days later, and her card got declined. You ever been with someone when their card gets declined? <laughs> yeah, you yesterday or the day before. Donna! What? Oh! I have an explanation for that, which I'll get to in a moment. Okay. So she checks the bank account after her card gets declined and realizes Starbucks had charged her husband almost $4,500. They eventually get a copy of their receipt and they figure out what happened. A manager said the number four on the credit card machine that they used was sticky. Oh, I see. Okay, so it accidentally tacked on a tip of $4,444.44. They're still waiting to get their money back. It's been this whole process. He bought the coffee on January 7th. Starbucks decided to send them two separate checks in the mail. When they tried to cash them, both checks bounced. I don't know what to tell you. Wow. The other day, I was in the cafeteria, hobbing with the big knobs, and... I went to pay for something, just a drink and a little snack. 
And it said my card was declined. Donna, ever the supportive friend, said, quote, Oh, I wish I had my phone <laughs> to record the moment. And, you know, it's funny. It doesn't matter how, even if you are aware of what your checking account is, doesn't matter. When that happens, eh, 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 card declined, You, it is such an insecure moment where, e- again, even if you know, even if you balance your checkbook, it's just such a gut shot of like, or maybe not. Maybe you don't have what you think you had. You're like, what's going on? I had to call the credit card on the way home, and I said, what's up with this? Because this is the credit card that we just put stuff on, and then we pay it in full every month. And they said, uh, there is no problem with your card. That must have been a problem with the machine. They said, we're looking. Everything's great. I said, I know. It's great. When you get declined, I'm glad you worked that out. But when your card is declined, like, say you're in a grocery store. Is, don't you just want to get super defensive and be like, well, yeah. I have $5,000 in that account. Or, you know, yes. throw out a number, whatever. Well, I have $23,000 yeah. in that account. I can't imagine. That makes no sense. I'm right. a broadcaster. <laughs> exactly. Uh, also. Not, by the way, I don't have any, either of those amounts. in my Thank you. I uh, get a confirmation for my, my mother's flight today. I get two of them back to back simultaneous. And I was like, what's up with this? Different confirmation numbers. Jane Patterson in seat 17A and 17D. Uh-oh. Oh. I said, what is happening here? <laughs> I called Delta. Delta said, oh, you know, that looks like a duplicate booking, and uh, we have been having that problem with our system lately, and so we will remove that charge. Getting charged double now. Just random. So you got to check. You got to check. Ooh. You got to look at your transactions, and uh, I think it'll it'll tip you off on the day before travel when it says it's time to check in, and then right next to it it says it's time to check in, and there's you're like, this makes no sense. She was going to be sitting next to herself on the plane. Are you flying out today? She's going to be sitting next to herself. Yes, I am. Okay, so she's flying in. You're flying out. I got to go get her, bring her back, set her up with the kids, and then we got to go back to the airport. Wow, I'm stressed. Oh, I have to go. Rich oh. people Holly's problems. Done. Yeah. yeah. All right. Holly's I get the go cry. Goodbye. Uh, Stay chill, bruh. Oh, yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.